awkward about it. Welcome to the cast. <laughs> we have a guest on. We have Sonia Z. Hey guys. Yeah. Should we do that sick joke about the fucking cheap yeah, ass handle run, of Seagram's vodka again? Run or is it, is stuff, it beat was, now? Me and you were crushing it off air, and then yeah, Rob's Rob just a blew fucking it, piece of the shit. Button. Sorry. Your garage, you your your basement sucks too, dude. <laughs> yeah, I feel good about the basement because we we were thinking about going into a more proper studio, but I do like the basement vibe. All right, my question is two beds. You have someone that lives down here with you. No. Sometime, it's a slumber party paradise. Sometimes when I get drunk after cast, he lets me sleep on that one. Okay. And then we have tin cans and we whisper our dirty nothings to each and other. And you definitely don't touch tips. No, well, no. not from, well, we, we, we like show each other we're like, ooh, if only. Okay. But, you know, Just it's like forbidden love. Look, no touch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have exactly. seen each other naked, though. We uh, went skinny dipping together. Skinny oh, he's, dipping. He's, he's, I got nervous talking yeah, about no, it. You, is, no, it was, it was when you, we were seven. That's why your fucking voice cracked. You went yeah, back to the old days. You immediately regressed. Yeah. <laughs> You're like paralyzed in a flashback. Yeah, we, we did a weird uh, festival and we were all drunk and fucked up and we all went skinny dipping afterwards. And then me um, and Rob and uh, someone that, a man that goes by the name Grandma, all hugged naked. When you were seven. No, this was actually <laughs> like like not even seven months ago. You were mentally oh, okay, seven. Right, right. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was it was something weird. Mm-hmm. But yeah, last night uh, I did the Raven. I, I I was wondering like, is it kind of annoying running a mic? Um. Well, I did. especially in Philly. Yeah, especially. And in Philly. also like a high prestige, like like the, a mic known as the Raven. Like you have you like what are the mo- like you? I know you've had uh, what's his name? Um, who's the fucking dude with the glasses? The black dude with the glasses. He came through last year, didn't he? Um. We, Bur- well, Burnham? Or, here's no. the thing about Raven that <laughs> no, a lot of um, younger comics don't always know because it's been a little different the last couple of years. The headliner always used to come to, heal, to from Helium. Right. So whoever was down there, it was all kinds of people. I've seen Voss, I've seen Norman. You know, Norman always comes down. You, yeah. Rob, you've seen like him the, there, right? I, I haven't seen him there. Oh, you didn't? You weren't no, there? I wish. Yeah, see? So that's. I heard he he's come through. I like Todd Glass will go through, and uh, um, I'm I I for the love of who outed Bill Cosby. Here, I, I'm gonna pause this. I who's the make, the Jesus uh, I think Christ? I up the levels. One sec. Hey. So, you, you were talking about Mark Norman being on the mic. We're back. No, I was talking about um yeah. Well, I did. I, I've Norman's there, been there twice at least. I've seen Voss. I've seen. Um, How long has the Raven been going for? Same amount of time as Helium. It's like uh, four. 12 to 14 years I'd have to look so it up like, exactly that was like the background like alright so like when anyone was doing helium like like Raven was popping off like it, I knew it like it died down right when I started and then it's been it, it, it will go it'll go up and down it'll fluctuate um, well it was always good room and then it got um, I don't know got off track or something maybe for one reason or another, not, no, nothing to pinpoint well like uh, it was it's it's a tough room to run. It's not just like in a regular open mic that anybody starts. It's because it had that nature of where the headliners from Helium would come down and be able to know that they are walking into a professionally run room right. versus an independent run room, even though it's an independent room. It's like run yeah. like a show. It's, it was always a show. It was never a list and order mic. As far as I've, since I was around, it was always you had to go and- It's like high, high- uh Highly functioning militia in like the war area versus like the well trained marines. Like, yeah, we're still 
doing well, even though we're not getting the, like we're still also known as an open mic. It's it's just a designed because it started at the same time so long ago, and there was that was it. Like you know what I mean? There it wasn't like it is now. And even a couple of years ago, there was less mics than there are now. Yeah, there's um, there's a mic anywhere you look now. I mean, not compared to New York, but... Oh, no. You know, a few years ago, it was only, like, three to five mics a week, maximum. Yeah, you think you could go to a mic every single night of uh, a mic... Now you can go to two or more some nights. Yeah. So it wasn't like that a few years ago. Well, that's that's a good thing. It's good. It helps build. It helps build. How many people do you see just start and then quit immediately? Well, it's, it's not always immediate. Um, or pretty soon. Man, people stick it out. People that yeah. like are willing to try usually I feel like stick it out for like at least six months to a year. What was what That's was it. the worst case of like oh my god like you saw them you're like this person's gonna quit and what was the one that like hang on by like one ha- hand for the longest we were like how the <sighs> fuck did this guy not or and then they ended up being sick and then they and then boom dude getting fired from SNL someone that I thought sucked and then. Or, blew up? No, I was going the opposite. Rob put a twist on it. Either way, well, what, any any whichever story you have for that, <laughs> I guess. I guess, uh, or uh, I guess, rephrase it. Who was like one of the people that you've seen grown the most from seeing them start to now? I guess. Um, starting how long ago? Like, who am I looking at? Like within the last six months, year, two years? Is someone that's like somewhat noticeable, like on, on the scene, like someone that would be worth mentioning. I mean, obviously, like everybody knows Frank is super funny for just being a newer comic. Frank, Frank, Frank Neblet. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think how long has he? He's been doing what? Like a, y- two years, I believe. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. He's always had like a good stage presence, I, and that's mm-hmm. like one of the things. Like when you see someone get on stage and they autom- automatically have that, it's like they've just light years ahead of like certain other comedians um yeah that's true because i went from stand-up from uh like other stage and band and sketch and improv experience first and, and that like, helped that like, yeah I feel like getting that like your your footing on a stage is huge because i didn't have any of that and i i was like super uh stage fright about shit like i, I like if my shit wasn't going well it would be on my face and it would be visible to the crowd, and any joke I told after a bad joke was going to be a bad joke, or just because, like, oh, well, he's doing shitty, and he knows it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Not being able to hide that, the worst. So all you have to do is, like, all right, next one. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that that's the thing, too. It's uh, Especially if you've never been on stage before, it's so much of learning how to write and how to just exist on stage. In yeah. a in a sense of your space and how you hold yeah. the mic when you do certain things versus when you're you know if you don't have a mic at home and you practice or it's kind of like rebuilding you your personality, like on in a different. It's making a, a character of yourself. Everybody makes a character of themselves. That's what people don't get about Shane is that his thing right. is a character, and about that's why people himself, get offended. Or other because people, it's not even himself. It's like characters that he does. But we all do our own. Think about you all have your own character. And I did a show with like a thirty year headliner last night, and uh, uh, who? Steve Marshall. Oh, okay. We're yeah. at, at a uh, Healy. Uh, no, at the Comedy Works. Oh, nice. And um, he was he kind of did this like weird like thing where he was he didn't use a mic, which was odd. He did it acapella, and I've had to do that on, on accident before at shows. But um, <laughs> just he, like he said, it ta- he was like, you know, it takes a long time to get rid of any affectation in your voice. If that makes any sense. Well, it's hard for it to make 
any sense to me because I'm stupid, so I don't know what. Can you just talk like a stereotypical like surfer dude? I don't so know. You just have an affectation naturally. I don't know what a- oh, <laughs> so wait, I might be able to figure it out. So is it like a sense of a of a human being? It's like it's when you is that what you are you're like where the fuck's my water? Tell a joke, <laughs> or and but like tell a joke instead of like think of somebody like Beth Stelling how she's at Helium this weekend. She's so like conversational versus telling a joke. There's, right. It's two different things. Yeah, like when it's like obviously here's a setup punchline versus like here's a story and here's a secret setup punchline. And that they also tell it in their voice, like their point of view kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because yeah. it is interesting seeing people who have technically good jokes, but they haven't found how to translate who they genuinely are as a human being. Right, because like people like jokes, but they don't want to see a robot tell like. Yeah, right. where it seems remembered. Yeah, even if some of it is, and it, and, and there's certain people like uh, I can put out uh, what, what's uh, Joe Machi. He kind of yeah. comes off a little robotic, but they, oh, but Joe Mackey. Uh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. I fucking I'm illiterate. Right? It's part of my <laughs> yeah. what, what's it called? Yeah. <laughs> what's the word called? Your, no, that your advocacy is the way you speak. It's my advocate. <laughs> well, I'm I'm fucking advocator, right? Good. <laughs> I'm an avatar. All right, yeah. so. <laughs> Yeah, no, he comes off robotic, but he does it uniquely. That's his you know? style. That's his character. Exactly. But it's not. It's own. The delivery. You can't be like someone like that's still figuring it out. If you don't know what that what that is to you and what you're telling, then like your jokes haven't even began to become like part of you. And it's interesting. It, it seems I feel like, like such a douchebag. It seems like you can't. Speaking from personal experience, I, I've only been doing it for like a year and a half, two years. And from the start, I ripped off Mark Norman's style. Oh, while. nice, dude. That'd what be what nice. I like yeah, about come see fucking Rob open up for Mark Norman. Guess what? He's gonna do a bunch of Mark Norman jokes beforehand. <laughs> cool, well, dude. What, what I liked about Mark Norman was you can see. I guess if you're a comedy nerd, you can kind of see the math in his jokes or like the structure. So it, it helped, uh, kind of. It, like if you watch him, you can learn what a punchline is, a tag. Yeah. He, he's kind of more like a, it's a joke. modern. It's like jokes. Seinfeld-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, a you, joke. You lean that's into, not affect. You, you lean one into what you're good at. So obviously, he has a personality based off of all these jokes that he like hardly needs to press on as much, and it works because his jokes are so fucking good. Yeah, and, and for me, it was it was good, kind of understanding what the mechanics were, and then meshing it in to who I am a little bit more. And I stealing, saw, I saw and stealing his jokes. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. Come catch Rob. Meshing the mechanics with who you are, kind of. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I, I was talking, I think that um, Steve Marshall was also saying about um, Norm MacDonald said it takes like 10 years to find your voice, and mm-hmm. that's what I always heard. Yeah, I, I've, I've heard that and multiple that's times. about what, what it's what it feels like. Actually, I just heard that again on uh, uh, Shane Gillis was on Tim Dillon. That, oh yeah, was and that? No, it was that. It was Tim Dillon. It was That's Tim where Dillon I heard it. Yeah, 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 yeah. About when he, uh, Mark Norman, he met Mark Norman at a festival. And that's what uh, Mark Norman said to him. Like, what do you? Been, how long have you been doing comedy? He's like four years. Like, I'm. So like, oh, it takes ten to become a professional. And he was like, ooh, yeah. So like, yeah, that, that sucks to yeah. be told that by one of your idols. Yeah. I mean, honestly, just be able to talk to one of your idols seems decent at this point. No offense to your fucking basement. 
But why are you bringing Dude. the basement into it? Yeah, the, the basement. <laughs> why is, is the basement <laughs> being me brought into it? All right, come He's on. <laughs> Yo, the, the oh, ba- I've been drinking, You're like dude. This I've been drunk, little brother. <laughs> You're like nine years old the, and the got ba- into the listen, vodka. I'm foaming at the mouth. I just still got done telling fucking Rugrats. It, fucking here's stories. why I like the basement. <laughs> all right, I, I have a bias because it's my basement, my room. But I do like that it's not a proper studio because it feels more like a hang, and you kind of sure. forget. Besides the microphones, at least for me, I forget that I'm podcasting. At some point, I pretend these like are- a half hour in. I'm like, we're hanging, we're chilling. Oh, really? All right, so lay off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get off my case, dude. Yeah, get into God my bed. Damn, it. the basement didn't call Shane racist. <laughs> actually, no, you weren't here. No, it did. Actually, it was weird. It did say like, no, it didn't agree with Shane's uh, point of view. <laughs> that was great because I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to put too much attention on, onto it, but uh. There was a uh, there was a dude who kind of started some stuff in the Philly Comedy Network on the page, and I didn't see that much oh that much activity since uh, the Shane thing. And we were talking about the Shane thing a little bit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Honestly, like it's crazy. Like how, uh, like when I first got involved in this scene, it was like there's always some sort of tiff that goes on at some point in the Comedy Network, and I just had started, and apparently this was when like. I think it was, like, the first, like, roundings of, like, yo, get these fucking pedophiles or, like, touchy people out of here. And I'm like, what's going on? I'm going to think I'm going to stay in South Jersey for a little bit. Yeah. There was pedophiles? I don't know. About nah, that. yeah. Apparently they just had, like, a 12-year-old is and under mic. <laughs> it was sick. Uh, no, I, no. It was just, like, a bunch of people, like, uh, being, like, creeped out by a bunch of dudes at like open mics and it was like the first yeah, time where I'm it was aw- being like brought well <laughs> i'm sure that happened. it doesn't really happen to me ever because i'm a dude it happens to me in philly when yeah. they don't know i i'm a dude yet uh, like on the streets i'm like oh uh, from behind they just see your hair oh yeah my <laughs> yeah no my rituals i get out of my car and i'll <laughs> pretend i'm on the phone I'm like yeah dude yeah no Definitely a dude. Yeah, still got the penis. <laughs> That's you something know. I would do. <laughs> you should start doing it because, like, no, I, I, I feel like, because you know, put my head up. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> Just start fucking talking tough. You should start wa- wearing the the gloves with the fingers cut out. What, like Big J? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Big yeah, just J. Become, just become a, big, right. big Z. I'm, so he's one of my idols at school. Um, I do <laughs> fucking love Big J. I, I love like the the Legion of Skanks crew and stuff like that. Like. Uh, I don't know, because uh, I, I have a, a really good friend that I went to high school with who does improv, and he does a lot of good, good shows. And him and I had differing opinions on the whole Shane thing. Sure. And uh, But the thing was, I do like his brand of humor, and I also love just that outrageous shit. And it's like, can't we... Just I love like all. Both? I love yeah, all yeah. humor as long as it's funny. Exactly. That's what it boils down to. I like. I like weird stuff. Like tonight, we just all went and Cody and I did the fucking. What was it called? Adult fan uh, adult, fiction. Adult fan world fiction, championships, world championships, and I'm the winner. Woo! Oh, yeah, yeah. won so, forty right. bucks. Give it up for <laughs> yeah, with a with a sound, like <laughs> shit. Like they said, five minutes. You went fifteen minutes on the <laughs> hardcore homoerotica <laughs> fucking fan fiction of Mortal Kombat, and man, was my dick frost. It was like the mm. combination of uh, Scorpion and 
Uh, For some reason, they feel like they need to make alt comedy about social justice as if regular stand-ups can't have social justice views or like be that side of the coin or like theater. You know, they did like the theater and club division. It's like, no, it's a theater. No, your club comic. It's like this different kind of. There's There's like a weird. They drew a line in the sand and unfortunately it was kind of there like metaphysically you know what i mean like what's well, kind of fun it. i've been starting to like go like especially like doing a show like we did tonight it's kind of like it's i i've always i i when i was watching it happen i'm like this is kind of like right in between improv and stand-up where you get like a little bit especially the second half where they had because the, it's it's, they it's, had to it's make still it up like yeah yeah like they're cool like they're like i bet you i guarantee you if they these like the same audience was listening to somebody like just do like straight up racist jokes they would not have been cool with it but no, they listened they to me talk about to- uh, uh, Rugrats fucking, and they were like, that works. And it was just yeah. nice. Like, I know that they would not have been cool with that unless it was like, just like the show was known for that. Yeah. Uh, I, Maybe not. I also feel Maybe like I just got away with talking about kids fucking each other. You know? <laughs> I also feel like online, nah, I'm gonna take both sh- sides are exaggerated. Like, I, I feel like a lot of people are saying like, all these alt comics are fucking SJW pussies, and then everyone's like, all these like club comics are fucking this way. Like, uh, I feel like when you talk to everyone in person, everyone's like pretty reasonable. Yeah, because most of the world's not doing that. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of the world that cares about it is going on. Like, it's basically 50-50, the people who use the internet. It's like, all right, there's this amount of people that go on the internet because there's a place to complain, and there's a bunch of people that are like, I want to stop the complainers. And then there's a bunch of people that are just like, dude, I want to go to Taco Bell. (laughs) I I feel like the (laughs) worst of everyone's fans make everyone look bad. Well, there's going to be that. What kind of fans would you have, Sonia? I apparently have one fan somewhere. You got Ooh. a fan? Yeah, my tattoo artist was like, yeah, some client of mine is a fan of yours. She wouldn't tell me who. <laughs> Damn. Wait, what? How did you get a tattoo of you or something? No, shit? no, they must have been talking and maybe like she, she loves comedy. Like she and I talk comedy. I think like 11. Oh. Um, Because uh, some of them are in pieces. Like they were done like two different pieces. All your tattoos are good. Like um, professionally done the- somewhat. Yeah, the um, like no hood rat. Tattoos. The girl that I go to now, I've been going to for a long time. She won the first like um, best ink, if that's the one on Oxygen Network. Oh yeah, yeah. The like tattoo show. She oh. won the very first one of that. She, wow. She had a scholarship to more actually for art and gave it up to do tattoos because she liked doing tattoos so nice. much. So they're very artistic. Gotcha. Um, and uh, I'll show you my arm later. Uh, <laughs> and like up close, so you can see the detail and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I have respect because like something like that. That I think you like. I think tattoo artists have the most risk starting out compared to any other art. Because if when we like like all right, put it in the mind of like a open micer for comedy. Okay, yeah, you'll get you know you might get trashed on stage. Like someone in the audience might not like your set. You might not get any laughs, but can you imagine bombing your first time doing a tattoo? Well, on I, someone's I, fucking skin. I, I think the way they start is don't, don't they uh, start I, on like, like pig proved, skin or something? All like that? Of my legs are where they started. Every tattoo I have <laughs> well, is dog shit. No, well, you, you're do. way different. I think they do. Like, I've heard different. like grapefruits, I think is yeah. one thing. And then the what? Yeah, like, what would you say? Like pig skin or like something different like kind of animal skin or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I think if they, what if they want to do vegan, just like tattoo your do, like, pork roll, and then you do your own, you do your own, like right here. Yeah, yeah. You, know, yeah. you start doing yourself a little oh, bit. Oh, see, I didn't know that was a thing. We used to, to just do. tattoo. I mean, me. my friend Jill did like a sick 
horrible cross on her ankle with like a pin and ink when we were kids. And it was oh, terrible. Oh, like uh, sticky pokes. I was like, just like, she's like, you want one? I'm like, nah. I, I have my, I just wanted to recreate. I wanted to see if it worked. Yeah, but like a little freckle right there. That's the my that's my favorite tattoo. <laughs> All my other ones are much. Uh, I think John Mayer got the whole like the, the hand. What he was actually bla- he actually was black originally. <laughs> the stick and poke or whatever. Stick and poke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he actually went to Japan yeah, and yeah. he had the. It, it's all one piece. Uh, it was all one that art so piece. That is so racist that he would go there knowing that they would do it the best. He's appropriating. Yeah. Wow. Fucking appropriating. <laughs> Cancel. <laughs> Your body is a wanderland. Santa's got to be an Asian dude, right? Santa? Yeah. Who else has got those like long white beards that are so fucking wise and can produce a, that amount of toys from <laughs> child labor laws, also known as elves? I mean, I think I'm the. I think I'm pretty woke by saying like, uh, fucking Santa's definitely Asian. Uh, I would love to see a Japanese Santa. That'd be tight. What What would be the the dopest race for Santa? Jamaican. Jamaican Santa. I mean, that's pretty good. Jamaican. Jamaican. Anything. If I I always knew I went to Jamaica twice. Once when I was four, and once when I was like thirteen, and. It was just amazing, and besides, like when you don't <laughs> the the bus ride from the plane station to the fucking resort is like oh my god, holy shit! Yeah, there's just cops with M16s on their hips, and literally, I, like I remember when I was this was when one of my first memories when I was four, like some dude in the Jamaican airport just walks up to my dad's like, yo, you want coke? He's like, I'm with my fucking kid. He's like, you want weed? And my dad's like, yeah. <laughs> Nice. And weed right in front of me, like, huh? What was that? Well, I'll figure out that later. And then the next time I was there, I was like, ah, yeah, I'll take the weed. What? Dude, I, they just like have. M16. I know. I fucking. I went. My friend had a destination wedding. I had to go to like she was my best friend, so I went to that. And it was like, um, I, I, I um, I take blood pressure medicine. Side note. So I, my friend didn't grab the suitcase with that in it. So when we got to the <laughs> um airport, I couldn't leave because I need that for like medical condition. Yeah. So I had to wait. We take, take a the separate fake Jamaican flight. pills. <laughs> I know. I had to wait and take a separate flight down by myself. Oh they, no! They were all like, so then like, but so I you didn't take that fucking I transition the, from the, the bus airport by myself. Me and the driver. Oh. I'm like right behind him, just holding. He's ripping through like you know those little like dude. It's scary, dude. It's like had. on your own. It's like it's ice, like hills, it's ice like road truckers. <laughs> But, just but it's out. just like a bunch of Africans on the outside that are not slippery, Africans, and they're like, Jamaicans. They're, they're greasy. Yeah, yeah, I like how you said Africans. I don't know. Yeah, you're just like they're just a bunch of Africans. They, I swear to God, they're Africans. They're not that. Jamaican at all. They're like, yeah, dude, we're no, African not, Hutus. No, Go Hutus. Who did like, a, where the fuck am I? Who did a Jamaican accent tonight? Somebody. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking Bird. Oh, yeah. No, it was Eric oh, Terrell. Oh, yeah. Of doing oh, Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah, doing yeah. Hogwarts. <laughs> for Harry Potter. Like, that was sick. That, that was, was good. That was fantastic. Yeah, the, 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 only, uh, the only time I went, like, uh, I've been to Canada. Have but you ever I, talked I don't, to I don't, a black person, I, I Rob? Uh, <laughs> actually, so Eric Terrell was the first one <laughs> tonight. Nice. But uh, nice. the, the first time I've been out, I, I, don't, I don't count Canada as out of the country. It technically is, but it doesn't feel like a wow. Culture. It's cool that you just decide what's right and what's wrong. Rob. It doesn't feel like a culture no, shock. Dude, no, I'm thinking of stand, dude. Cody. <laughs> no, it doesn't feel like a culture shock. the The first time yeah. I've been like out of the country, out of the country was uh, England. 
And it's great. I don't, it's I don't crazy. Even consider Jamaica being out. Of, I I don't think I was out of the country. Really? With, with Jamaica? No, Jamaica's not really out of the country. Yes, it is. It's you a two-hour flight. It, it, it doesn't right. feel like a like a culture a shock at all. No, well, not when you're living in the resort. Uh true, true. I was in Rio Negril. But I guess besides yeah, that, like it's all resorts. Yeah, you don't go like stay at somebody's it house. Was nice. I'm not I, at like my the, boy's the house. The only down people there. that I talked to were black. Were the the one. Dude that dealt my dad weed, and then this dude named Winston that became lifetime reading buddies, like writing partners with. That he, I think he died as soon as I left because he never responded or he didn't care about me. Well, the, the uh, England only felt weird because well, I was in fifth grade, and it felt weird because they're so liberal with nudity. I had no idea. Like in those uh, those red phone booths. They have porn on the inside of those and stuff oh, like that. That's and sick. and th- there's nudity everywhere. Yeah, Italy too. Italy, like there's commercials on TV with boobs. It's like that. before they like let like before like a pregnant mom like a like a mom with a kid like like goes to feed their child, like, yo, just start wagging, take it around. Like I'm about to fucking show starts. Is that how it's what? I don't know, dude. I you shouldn't have let me drink a little bit of vodka. <laughs> I was gonna say I know they're in Guinness's cup, but you watched me pour vodka in them. <laughs> yeah. But dude, yeah, I I mean, <laughs> at fifth, fifth grade, I was like, yo, this is this is tight. <laughs> and also, their their go karts were way faster than ours. I believe that. Yeah. So China actually has go karts, uh, made to basically control the population because they go like sixty miles per hour, and there's a bar in them, like you drink and drive and drive in the mar- in the carts. Huh? Yep, in the carts. Ooh, ha- have you and ever also been they to give a- you a bunch of turtles that you can throw. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> have you ever been to uh, Nashville? Yeah, I've been to Nashville. Yeah, Nashville's you, sick. You seen those like uh, those bike? Oh, the uh, bars yeah, that they have for the. Oh, did you do it with a bunch of dudes? No, I, I've just seen them every time I've been to Nashville. Usually for like uh, bachelorette parties. And yeah, shit. yeah. It, it's like this- I kind of want to do one anyway. You're like, wow, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wow. That does sound good. Let's fucking go. Uh, you know, like it does look really cool. That's fun to do sometimes. What is it like a little bar that they you bike around? It's like with you it bike like, there, like, like literally it has all the alcohol facing on each it. other. It's like, oh, let's go a little bit further up the block and you just kinda go like this. Yeah, and then you have a bar, bar you have a bartender in the middle. Yeah. And then they're like, they... Oh, welcome to Nashville. You guys like fucking hick music? Uh-huh. <laughs> Nashville's the best city on earth. Tom dude. Petty just died. Let's suck his blood. That when I went, Tom Petty just died. So that's what they told I me. Mean, yeah. Hell yeah, he's a White Walker. So that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> dude, I, I, if, there, I, if there was one, they would be. <laughs> no, no matter what, I, I hope I end up in Nashville. No matter what, that's that's. All right, the, then go to Nashville, dude. Dude, you, I, I want I mean, to. I really what do you do. want? You hanging off because of this cast is kicking off? <laughs> go to Nashville. Why do you keep fucking blaming me, dude? I fucking will. No, dude, I'm sick of it. You're like, I want to be best friends with Tom Crowley. I will go to Nashville. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Right. Dude, it's so sick. sorry. This is deeply personal. No, no, no. I'm like, I'm not sorry. No, he needs to hear this. <laughs> Give me more. What, el- what else do you want to say, dude? Say it Thank you for having me in your basement, dude. All right. You're welcome. I got a fucking bed filled with bullshit if you want to lay on it. <laughs> just move, just I don't move, talk about just it, move yeah. the bullshit. And then you can lay on it. Yeah. But yeah, every time Nashville's been awesome because uh, I think, you know, like I, like before comedy, I was doing music, music. for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, every, every time I've done music in Nashville, it's always 
just been the best time ever. Like, there's this one karaoke bar on Broadway that we went to. We played just a shitty show. And then I, I actually went to the karaoke bar by myself. Did I believe in a thing called love <laughs> on uh, karaoke? I've heard you do it as a W. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, rehearsed, huh? Uh, 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 I I only have two <laughs> karaoke funny. songs. I mean, I have a few that I rotate in and out. Yes, <laughs> I only yeah, do. You, I you only have do your ones Joel. you pull back on. I only do, on. I I only do Billy Joel. Depending on my mood, depending on my mood, where my voice goes. I'm not gonna do Miley Cyrus if I'm depressed. Oh, what's your what's your depressed one? Well, no, I'm not gonna do that one if I'm depressed. I'll probably do Spiderwebs, but no doubt. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. But yeah, I did. I believe in a thing called love, and then. Just listen that, to the rhythm. Right when I went off stage, uh, this woman gave me a shot of Fireball. She was like, hey, I love that song. Uh, I just put a bunch of and meth she, in this she, she, she told me she had <laughs> so. two weeks to live. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Even crazier than what I thought she was going to say. Yeah, she said, uh, I'm flying out to Australia tomorrow because I always wanted to go there. Never had the chance to. Wow. And she yeah. said, uh, I know for a fact that I'm going to die in two weeks. And then we just like hung out. And then like another time. You didn't fuck her because you were was... afraid? Of getting whatever she is. What if she well, just is like a Nashville local and she just goes in the bars? She does and just that every year. I, I was thinking that. She's like, yeah, like, you know. She's been saying that for and years. And she wanted that. She actually has brain damage. <laughs> where would you go if you had two weeks to live? Where would you go? If I had two weeks to live? Yeah. Go wherever you want. Sure. Do whatever you want. Uh, man, I don't know. You can use it to your advantage, like talk to someone. You know what's funny? I've been like overseas a bunch, but I've never actually been to Cali. So I guess I'd go to LA and go to Cali because I've always wanted to do that and just see what it's like out there, even though it's. What if you hate it for two weeks? It's a hellscape. Yeah, you could easily do like, oh shit, I've been (laughs) caught in a wildfire for the last two weeks of my life. I mean, I'm a big like movie buff and film buff. So like all that stuff is kind of like, you know, I went to school before. Gotta check it out. It's cool. You can get like the the comedy store is super cool. Yeah, I'd kill myself immediately. You know, I I'm I have so much anxiety. Just don't want to. Yeah, no, I'd be like, oh my god, how's what that sounds like? It might be painful. Boom, blam. Because I've been to London, Paris, Rome, Madrid. You know what I mean? So oh, so you've been all over. I've been overseas but a bunch. You, and in the, for what, any specific reason or just to uh, Different trips. Just to have fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, Was it I, I don't know like, enough about like different types of... Like, have you been around the country a lot at all? Not as much in America. I've been more overseas. Just Yeah, that, that's the thing. I, I always tell people, like, America really is nuts. Like yeah. if you if you road trip, yeah. my sisters did it. Like my two of my sisters went and did that. Like two I feel years like ago, if before I would do yeah. that, especially doing comedy, I would do that around the country before I go to. I mean, yeah. Well, the, besides there, a vacation destination, well, the, there's so many parts of of America that, like, when you're in Philly and Jersey, you're like, is this even the same fucking country? Like, right? It's all insane. Right. So, all right, that makes me think. All right, so like, as a comedian, like you you want to get well rounded, right? Of the country, what do you think are three states in this country that you would go to to perform comedy that you could basically kind of like? And your jokes work there; they'll work everywhere. If you could, you you know what I'm asking? So so you're asking? I'm asking like, where is like the most like where the jokes will work regardless of the area? Like these jokes will work throughout Mm. the entire country. What three states in the country are more lenient and not more biased of jokes, and they just understand? What's funny and what's not, I guess. Well, I feel like you have to go with the comedy cities, L.A., Chicago, New York. Those are the ones you're going to gauge how yeah. you're going to is do. It, is, that what it, is that what it is? L.A., Chicago, and New York? And then any major city besides that, like Atlanta. What about Vegas, Atlanta, though? I hear, Vegas is really good. Pretty... Uh, Vegas is like a weird, like, 
a kind of it's a, got a, like a niche to it it's, it's, it's a tourist city. it's a tourist city so it's either, yeah. yeah which is I, like I, new york i'm friends with i'm friends with a, a comedian that that does shows there though like i mean there's there's definitely a scene there i guess i guess you're right it's more like it's not based to well, a ta- I, I, like a like that's like all of america i guess I, I can speak musically as someone who wasn't like, as someone who wasn't like a big musician but we did a DIY tour all over the U.S. We we personally found that we had the most fun at like the suburbs of big cities. Like Grand Junction, Colorado, was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like it was way better than Denver Working because we were people. competing with like Third Eye Blind playing like like a few blocks down. You know, like what when you play in these small markets, like that's the thing to do that weekend. So right, I mean. I don't know. I, I guess it's different for every level of comedy you're at, but as a musician, that was at a small level. It was really fun playing in those smaller markets. And just like in, in middle America, like those flyover states, super fun because that was like the thing to do. And everyone like was hiding in alcohol and water bottles and everyone was just trying to yeah, have a good yeah. time. Yeah, well, because like, I think with comedy, and I, like, I kind of just experienced this recently too, is like, doing suburb shows is like a it's working class is where I grew up so it's like people are like like you said it's the thing to do that night and they don't have to go out to go to the city it's like brought to them so they're like appreciative of it. if they're there they're usually there they're usually cool crowds to watch too. and chill and yeah and they're like no one's trying to fuck with you or they're, yeah they're they're just they just want like a distraction from life yeah like tell me something real or tell me something funny it's cool yeah and, and that, those cities you're, get, you're a comedian like that too that would get into like a crowd like that like you're more like getting real like like with with a crowd uh, well because i scream at people at the raven at one in the morning to shut the fuck up no, or see, i don't know that per- firsthand <laughs> i just know that like no i just know that like, you're more in the moment like you have obviously you have like i mean as any other comedian does you have your jokes and stuff but like you like to connect with the crowd first before you go into that type of stuff well that's like, what comes with learning i've got you know what i mean i feel like i've always had to come out with a joke first but you don't have to you can um, Dave Temple, when I he had me on a show out in Westchester, and he kind of explained because he there was no host, so he had to host and close because he didn't want to put the first comic up, which was me first, which I would have done it, but I had I didn't have as much hosting experience, and he wanted me to do fifteen minutes anyway, so that's not really like a host spot. So he did a little time up front, and um, he said when you're hosting, you don't always have to be funny. Yeah, Some you have like just, five just, minutes to just kind of like ease into, or well, not like, necessarily like, like a little like three maybe. I think yeah, it's like kind of ease into, time. It. but it depends on how the crowd is too. Because I've seen some host sets where it's just you just literally just have to kind of go, dive "What's in. up?" Like you know, where are you from? That kind of you know, crowd work stuff that like takes a good t- amount of time to master, unless you're like a just gifted. Like Frank's gifted at that. Frank is yeah. one of those people that's gifted at just. I'm terrified of it. Yeah, what's up, man? What do you do for a living? Rob's you know? good at it. I'm terrified. That's of crowd a good work. skill to have because I'm. As I do Raven more, I'm, I can do, I can mess around, but like I can't go in like I've never gone into extended crowd work with people where I'm just like solid, just talking. Right. And no, like yeah, that. me neither. I I I have more comfortability uh, talking to a homeless man. I could freak out a homeless man, and I can't talk to like a normal audience. Yeah, I, I, I remember we we were hanging out outside of the cave one time, and <laughs> this homeless dude came up to us asking us for uh, money and a cigarette, and Cody gave him both. <laughs> And then he was hanging out, and then Cody he was trying to, freaked him out, and he was like, "I'll see you guys later." <laughs> and then he <laughs> left. Yeah, I freaked him out. I was like, "Oh, dude, I just drank my own piss." It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like what? I'm like I thought you could relate. Yeah, a- after one of the shows at the cave, it was 
You, me, Pete, and Sean. Sean Gardini. Yeah, and we all <laughs> peed into. <laughs> yeah, they all pissed into their to own our water own bottles. Separate bottles, uh, all at once. Yeah, and That's then a they fun all boy uh, activity that we can't participate. Separate in. bottles. I mean, I don't know unless you're a sharpshooter. <laughs> yeah, and then they all took no. a sip. Yeah, no, Pete, <laughs> and I just watched. <laughs> yeah, I tried to get you. That's my voyeurism. <laughs> no, dude, it was hot. Yeah, yeah you should have uh, probably. I, I drove us home. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah, Cody drank his piss and drove us home. Yeah, so jokes on you, idiot. Yeah. But uh but yet like <laughs> from doing those like flyover states and like the south and stuff like that, I guess when when you're actually there, you do realize they get kind of a bad rap. Cuz also like I'm white, so I don't know if they would treat me different otherwise, but every time I've been there, they've been way cooler than like the really densely populated states that are kind of the entertainment meccas. Yeah, like you mean the the big cities, like the main. Yeah, there's yeah, like, yeah, like like Austin's, like you know, a place like that. I feel like I've never been there yet, but um, I hear Austin has a great scene. Yeah, Austin's right. awesome. Like uh, I I, uh, I I was in Austin for South by, and what when we were there, it was it it did kind of feel like an East Coast city, it, in Texas, but. At the same time, there's a lot of really cool people, and there's I don't know, there's a lot of cool people in Philly. It's just like Yo, every, where, everyone. Where is Austin? Everyone, I forget. He, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Everyone's the it's same Florida, and right? different it's the same at the same spot time. As Florida. Everyone's the same they and different at the same time. Alligators and kangaroos. Say that again. Everyone is the same and everyone's different. Well, yeah, that's true of all people over the whole world. Yeah, it's, it's just like the small cultural things, but for the most part, everyone's fine. <laughs> Everyone's not fine, but <laughs> I'm, I don't know. Varying degrees fine, of fine. Okay? I don't know. Most places I've been, everyone's Cody's fine. Cody's not I'm fine. fine. I'm, I'm not fine. Oh my god, <laughs> fine. No. Um, as far as like uh, being a decent human, for the most part, people are fine. I think it's fifty-fifty. <laughs> you think so? Oh yeah, no, there's definitely people lying. There's so many shitheads. You don't True. even know. There's so, yeah, there's so many shitheads. I'm doing fine, but they're do they're no, doing shittily. That, but they're doing but they're flourishing from being shitty. Seventy thirty. I don't know. It's definite. It's a definite large percentage of people are fucked up and will fucking rob from you or like. You know what I mean? Like, we'll, yeah, no, it's thirty percent <laughs> that is doing wrong yeah. and are possibly doing well, but doing wrong to be well. Yes. Versus seventy percent of people doing fine and they're doing horrible and their life's falling apart. Or just like we like work to have a, you know paycheck to paycheck, or like you know what I mean? Like yeah, like so that you can get like hammered the on the weekends in the suburban areas and the stuff you were talking about. Where the oh, listen, we don't have to worry about like, anything. We are rich. <laughs> no, no, you know what I mean. I'm saying that yeah, people, yeah, like that appreciate small pleasures in life that aren't always like in this like yeah. next level like. Oh, I got to be in the VIP at whatever I'm at. I don't at. have to wear a like, fucking uh, jets like a jet pack for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Like I got to take a significant. This look cool. Like, like, if I put one of those on my life, I'm gonna fuck. I'm gonna be. I'm like, yeah, I died today. No, like this lady at my work <laughs> has this fucking sister that's like super rich, like crazy, so rich, and she was telling me about it, like that. And and she's she's like me, like just like low in low middle income. You know what I mean? And like her sister took a plane private plane just to get to like a concert in the Hamptons and it was twenty thousand dollars each way 
to take the plane ride. That's Wait, this is someone fucking, in your family? No, it's this lady in my work. It's her like sister that like treats her like shit because she's like poor. So how like, do you be like, oh, I'm your new sissy? No, it's not the lady at my work. She's the she's poor. We're poor. <laughs> and this lady, oh, her sister, she sent her like a used wallet for Christmas last year when <laughs> she opened up and had like stuff <laughs> in it. Like it was a nice ass wallet. It was just like a stolen like, wallet. No, it was probably hers. Like... It was probably hers out of her closet. Like you know what I mean? She would just get <laughs> just the, the <laughs> like a nice ass some like whatever bullshit Chanel wallet or something that I wouldn't pay money for. But you know what I mean? Like I don't have the money to pay for. But she's like. I don't know. It's fucked up. Rich people, it's kind of like money. I feel like fucks with some people's heads. No, no, I actually, uh, so I do extermination. Uh, I go to a lot of people's houses, some of the saddest houses to go into and exterminate are the rich people's houses. They're filled with just so, like there's this one person's house, a mansion, one of my, like someone I know, I can't, um, fucking huge, and like their house is nice as shit on the outside, but then you go into their basement and just like, Looks like a fucking like a like a pharaoh that had so much shit. Like just all of it, just shove it and bury me with it. And there's dog shit all over the place, so they can't find it because there's so much shit throughout their house. Dude, I, and they just I, have I've room seen... after room just filled to the top with just useless, cool ass shit. And yeah. I just kind of want to rob them for their own good. Uh, I've seen a lot I of don't. rich people with like dog shit all over their house. Yeah, they no, have the, the dog they, shit everywhere. Yeah, they they have these and goat houses. shit. And they're they're so busy with work that they don't give a shit. Literally. So the dad I've never seen. It's just a bunch of moms, just momming the fuck out, and like their kid lives there, and she's got a grandkid now, and so and all the weird thing, like uh, an an appointment for an extermination is like on the half an hour on like you know that's when I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna show up within half an hour of the time slot. I get there. And I get to this house, and she's got a million rooms to be in, right? She's a, in, in a mansion, and she just breaks out a tit and starts feeding her kid Free the in the one. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm whatever. But, like, <laughs> there's 70 <laughs> other rooms to do this in, and you got to do it where I'm spraying pesticides. What is the fuck? I'm like, this is... I mean, yeah, maybe since you're spraying pesticides, it's not probably the greatest. It wasn't like I was turned on by it. I was just concerned <laughs> with, like, free the nipple. I'm like, yeah, but sometimes, you know, like, hide it back. Oh, like, he fucking. Maybe she was like, yo, this kid's a pest. I think, <laughs> you well, know? I'm, like, don't call me over. <laughs> I was so confused by the whole situation. I'm like, she's got to be trying to get something out of me. I'm not going to. And also, if she's not, then what the fuck? She's like, I'll suck your dick while the baby sucks my tit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, see, that's some hot. That, that's fuck. a double that's milking a right there. Hot dog. That's fiction. a two way milking. Yo, are you a Mugabug fan? You want to do some <laughs> non fiction erotica of yeah. Mugabug? Oh, shit. That's the first. Yeah, bleep that. Just kidding. I don't care about my company. Fuck it. But. Well, where where are you originally from? Have you always been from Philly or? No, I'm from uh, Bucks County. Okay. Oh, Bucks cool. County, really? Mm-hmm. Do you know my Aunt Sandy? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Actually, best friends. <laughs> well, did, did you come to Philly for comedy or like school or? Yeah, yeah, uh, comedy. Um, How long ago? Well, I don't even know. I mean, like. Uh, You've blacked out that long, I huh? I blacked out. Like, when did I start? Like, uh. 2010 ish. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Did Did you start but, comedy 
in uh, Bucks County, or did you start? I in did Philly? at like. Um, what, at, what, yeah, dude, I need to. What the, what the fuck is the scene like in well, a it place was, like Bucks it County? It was when I went back to school the second time, and I was like taking classes for like like film related stuff, and then they had a, an improv group at my community college up there in Bucks County. Okay. So I joined the improv team up there, and then I was like, after I got done with that with school, I was like, I was like, oh fuck! All right, well, uh, I guess I'll take a class at Fit. Yeah, yeah, right across from Healy, right? Um, It was, before that, they used to do them out of the Arts Center, like, up on, like, closer to, like, where Mr. Barstool and that, and, like, Old City, kind of up that way, like, Queen Street or something, I think, but, um, so it was over there, because it was a little little more independent, this is so, you know, 2010, whatever, Um, and uh, I took some classes, and then, uh, you know, Brian Fennell grew up, we're from the same area. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, cool. So he, we were just texting one day randomly, and he I, actually makes more sense that he comes from that area more than mm-hmm. you do. Yeah. Um, well, it's, like, I mean. it's two different parts that we came. Like his is like the he came from the his woods. His extra. His was <laughs> his like extra lower Bucks County. It's like the his, lowest, low, like one of the lowest parts like, of Bucks County. You can because there's <laughs> there's upper and lower Bucks. We're lower Bucks. Obviously, in the description, you can tell we are the WT side. Okay. We're not the upper class. <laughs> so, they go by that by the canines of the human. <laughs> not how many extra wisdom teeth you have. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and uh, so. He's uh, too high. Oh <laughs> <laughs> my! You guys I totally take a break lost for a track. Uh, wait, wait what? yeah, I was just gonna. Oh, he had he had moved down to the city first, and he he had text. We were texting, and I was I was just like, uh, he's like, yeah, Yo, you should totally try stand up. And I'm like, I, I'm, all right, I guess. So then I started going down. That's when I started going. He used to run a mic a long time ago, and it was the last night, my first night doing stand-up was his last night running the mic at it's like 21st and market it was like a second floor bar off the um i can't think of the name i'll look it up uh if i can think of it when we're it's not there anymore but there's okay. a mic that he ran with jack martin which you guys probably don't even know who that is sounds familiar he's a uh, long time ago he hasn't been in the city in a long time um and it was like all and then all the comics like that I know now is like Mary was there, Ginty was there, um, all, uh, Cotton's there. A ton of people were there that I was like, holy shit, that's them when I first started. And oh, I, like, you were like, oh, oh, Mary's there. Yeah, holy shit. Oh, yeah, Ma- Mary's You know great. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's fucking amazing. It's cool that... And, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, that uh, they were there, but, but that was... It shut down after that. Um the the bar I think shut down and but then we Raven I was just at Raven for the longest time that's why I feel like I, I when they asked me to come and help run the Raven because they knew something was off and they needed help that's why I'm there is because they they came and asked me that's cool it. yeah um, get some spark life back in it yeah uh, I I've I, I like I when you guys were in your weakest times when I started doing my Thursday mics. And I would post, yo, come to the Flying W, Ravens smell like shit. <laughs> and everyone would, like, uh, it smelled can you, I was just like, what are you talking about? Like, no, oh, no, just like Ravens. Like, oh, I forgot that your mics named that. I'm just saying in general, they do, like, smell them. Once <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, Ravens fly. I just wanted to start a weird W's commo- fly. I just wanted to start a weird commodity. <laughs> I thought you meant how people always shit in the bathroom there. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we got that. We got that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. we can put late on that. Uh, I, I will say the hardest I've ever bombed in my life has been at the Raven because 
I, uh, I I did stand up for like a year and then stopped for a few years. And I've been doing it for like six months after like the break. And I think like the first few months I ever did it, I, I did a set at the Raven. And I think it was like midnight or like 1 a.m. or something like that. And it was like one of the hardest I've ever bombed. It was like a really brutal bomb. You know why you bombed? Because I we, sucked. Yeah. Were you just like, but also, like, if you bomb that hard and you still want to do it, it's like, all right, yeah, you should probably keep doing it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not a bad thing. No. And also, uh, I also think it's good when you're starting to go on that late. I think I think at first I, I had the thought of, like, being I'm like, why am I going like- on this late? I signed up early. But now, like, <laughs> but, but, but now, like, I, I am grateful for, like, shit like that. Hey, you gotta get not that I'm like crushing it now, but like it, it kind of validated that I'm like I I still want to do it regardless of like bombing that horrifically. Yeah, if that makes takes, sense. No, it definitely takes some sort of like just a uh, either like thick skin or just short term memory what? combination of the both of being able uh, to yeah. like see one set and like getting over it quickly. I think a, a lot of the reason why I was able to do it is I I played um goalie for ice hockey with a, like a dog sh- like we were terrible and I was bad too. Like I used to get like scored on like eight goals a game. And it was just like 70 shots and I had to like go out my parents would be there and just be like it's okay. And I'd be like Jesus Christ, you suck. Yeah. I'd be like, well, it can't be worse than that. Because at least I didn't let a team down when I do stand up, you know. <laughs> yeah. like, like when I let when I fucking let that many goals in against a team, like I, I was disappointed. But the families, thing, I disappointed families. Well, the this thing is, is, like, all right, at least I'm just like disappointed myself. The thing is, when you lose with the team, you can still kind of shift blame a little bit. Not when, but you're when the you goal. suck at stand up, you're like, not when, I sucked. Not when you're the goal. You're the last. Defend. No, 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 no. Like because because then you can still say they didn't score enough goals. Like, my team didn't score enough goals. Even if you let in too many. Well, all right. That's the same as saying the crowd was shitty. Like, if you're going to be uh, that way about it. I don't know. I, I feel like, I still feel like, even if the crowd is shitty, it still lays on you a little bit. Well, to a degree, yeah. but no. There I'm are shitty that's crowds. What, that's what I'm saying. I mean, no, we had a really shitty crowd at Punchline uh, for the women's showcase, like, last month. And, uh... I had to host it, and I'm like, I was convinced I'm a terrible host because the crowd was kind of shitty for everybody all night. But you could feel it, the energy in there because it was one That's thing. That's the worst. It was as a host. It poured rain. It was like one day out of nowhere when it first started to get kind of. I think it was like, I don't know, I don't remember the exact date. But it was like mid October or whatever. Just started to get kind of cold, and it had been nice, really sunny, but then it was literally like torrential rain, which always makes people not want to leave the house. Oh, yeah, no. Because then yeah. the Ubers go up and all that stuff. So I get it. So there was like maybe, it was like 35 it's weird that people com- in there. The weather actually but, affects comedy. It, well, it's attendance of shows. It doesn't affect comedy. I mean, I'm like, yeah, you know, well, my ex ran a music venue. My ex runs a Vulture Sound. So it's, um, it depends. People just don't want to go like out mu- of the house. People like going to a concert to hear music are more likely to still I've go out versus. I've seen 25 to 30 people shows on like a two. On like a Tuesday or something, you know what I mean? This was on yeah. Thursday, so it's uh, on a Thursday, right. first of yeah. all. People should be going out. It's raining. Because um, they give out a lot, they, they had tickets out that people just didn't show up. Because Rachel told me how many tickets they like papered out or whatever. Okay, yeah. They keep count. Live Nation keeps yeah, count yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Everybody keeps count with the you know bigger places. But um, it was the problem with Punchline, it, it was the same size crowd at Helium. It would have sounded 
it would have felt better. It's so it gives wide. them it's so it gives wide because it's like the low ceilings like in here, people are like more if the laughter's contained and you're it's like more, it sounds better. Yeah. It's just designed for comedy to have the lower ceiling. The more you hear laughing, the more likely you are to laugh. And it keeps it down. With, at the punchline, all the laughter, even when it's a sold-out crowd, goes up just, into the air. Yeah. Because the music people seem to have built that venue. Like, the ones who built the film were probably built that. Because it's... You're right. would yeah, be no, a great little rock venue for, like, a, you know right. what I mean? You're absolutely right. You know yeah, that as a musician, Sometimes in their open right? they'll have, like a, like, a DJ playing in the in the main stage. You're like, what the fuck's going on? It's just... Well, they just... It was just not put together right. I think Live Nation just kind of threw it together and was like, Ugh. Yeah, just kind of like, like oh, slowly it'll, fixing it'll stuff because they, had to, like, they didn't always it. have that curtain that closes. They had to buy that to sh- to stifle the sound. When right, it's, which is when it's weird. It's weird because like, all right, now laughs are just getting like caught in the back of the room. And, no, and no, it stops it from going out into that empty space when it's because the the sound travels. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. the, the curtain containing the contains laughs. it in and keep yeah. dampers it, so it stays behind the people that are laughing. So the people in the back are usually laughing louder than the people up front sometimes. Right. So the back of the room can it that's such that, a crazy that's, concept. That, that's also an interesting point like the people in the la- uh, in the back laugh louder than the people in the front do you think it's because people feel less ashamed in the yeah, back you're in the darker head nobody's yeah. looking yeah. behind them everybody's looking up and the people in front know that the people in the back can see you mm-hmm. that you're right in the center stage almost in the spotlight right and they'll laugh like hard like but like Every once in a while, you'll see like a big time comic go up and go like, "Yo, what's wrong with her? She's just fucking staring at me." I I just had that the other night too. Some lady was just kind of like, right next to the stage, like kind of not really laughing at anything. Does that bother you? No, because it's I always I, I always it was like, at the dirty enjoy, show. It was I kind of enjoy show. Uh, yeah that they don't want sourpuss in 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 the uh, stage like someone that's not enjoying themselves around a bunch of people that are. Yeah. It kind of makes me feel good. I'm like ah. Nah, there's always, always one, there's just always one lady that her she just came along because she didn't have anything else to do and she's just pissed off at life. Yeah, it's, it's there's a guys that do it too sometimes, but there's usually more like a lady that look at me and hear some of my jokes and get kind of like, yeah, I don't feel like being supportive. Of this this you know this poor girl or the, you know <laughs> what I mean like something like that is something I'll say. Well, you could just see I could see when they turn and she's like, oh, that that what else that was it? For? She didn't like right. that come joke or whatever it was you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, one thing uh i noticed from doing like really small music shows to like open mics where there's not a lot of people like people feel like they're being looked at yeah so like what we would be doing a show just uh, you know in the bum fuck of nowhere and like one of the people in my band band would be like let me see your hands like trying to get people to clap, and it's like five people. And people are like, "I don't want to, I don't want to clap my hands." You know what I mean? Oh like yeah, everyone's no, looking would, at me like would, that feels weird. But if I it's honestly, like a, I honestly think that I would like out. I would be mad about it enough to be like, "Yo, shut, fuck you." Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like almost like you really want me to clap my hands right now. This is that's that's gonna make your night if I get excited. With me and these five people here, how about you just play your music and let me enjoy myself? And yeah, I'll I feel like respectful. people are more willing to go with whatever the performance calls for when they can blend in with a crowd. Yeah. Definitely. There's a certain type of, you know, like you have a, like, there. I don't know, there's a weird thing that that's, like, unexplained of just, like, having this, like, sort of aurora around you of, like, People are just like are just in are drawn into you. And if you don't have that at a certain point, then like if there's a bunch of people facing the opposite direction of you trying to perform, then there's not much you could really do besides just do your shit and then hope they turn around. Because you don't want to be the person's like. <laughs> well, 
Well, I guess it's also like, like, like uh, being a seal and be like, fucking, I'll do dances for you. I'll be your killer whale. It's like, I'll just do my shit and leave. Like, I, I think it's also like a people feeling liberated thing and not feeling judged. I feel like like an- anonymity is the, the biggest part of someone feeling free. Yeah, I know what anonymity oh, yeah. means for sure. Yeah, like feeling anonymous. Yeah, I know. I told you I knew what it meant. <laughs> <laughs> Anonymous. But yeah, like I, I've had things where, uh, like I've thought certain that things were hilarious that I shouldn't think are hilarious, but like maybe I brought a date that, like I'm I'm on a date for the first time and I'm still trying to impress them and I don't want them to know how fucked up I am. At, so at a I comedy show, you mean? That. Yeah, yeah. You bring dates to comedy shows. I d- I, can't. Uh, I I brought a Have you date ever to done a comedy that? show one time. Well, here's I was with the same since the beginning of me starting any attempts at stand up until last year. I was with the same guy. And you brought him the comments. so, and I don't haven't I don't. Yeah, so that didn't work out. Huh? <laughs> no, no, we did. We, actually, he got mad about jokes and left. But um, wow. <laughs> no, he came to like one at the beginning and one at the end. <laughs> <laughs> that that, that uh, thing actually makes perfect sense. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't go on dates. No. Mm. Mm. So no, I bring I, dates I, to I, the open mics. Yeah, I used to like I, I would like match up with a Tinder girl. She's like, "Oh, you do stand?" I'm like, "Yeah, if you want to go to open." Like, I, I I wasn't doing uh, the date. I'm like, "Hey guys, I got someone. I got an audience <laughs> member." I was yeah. like using it. Like, check it out. Yeah, we got someone <laughs> from some bits by. Yeah, dude, I I don't give a fuck about going on. I did that anymore. with actually I, I did cam for girls. A bit. Oh yeah, cam girls. I used to get involved like cam girls, like oh my god, can you follow me at this? I'm like oh yeah, totally. I'm doing a live. They're like we're doing a live show at nine. I'm like same at the W. Fly w. <laughs> Come out every Thursday. You're like, she's you're like, like I'm gonna be on like, Facebook Live. She, yeah, she's like I don't want to. I'm like yeah, what you don't like stand up? She's like no. I'm like me neither. Laughing's for idiots. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I did the cam like I, I wasn't I wasn't a cam girl. <laughs> but I was a dude like watching cams for a little bit, and I like, I, I had a I had a conversation with a girl who was camming for like an hour, Hard and work. I was it, she was like from Russia, okay, and I was like, oh, you Makes go to sense. school, and like she was in the cars, and I was telling her like what I was into, and we talked for like an hour, and then a Did guy you, a guy d- came into the chat room and he said, hey, uh, will you piss on cam? If so. Uh, I'll take you in the private. And she was like, all right, cool. And she went in the private. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm on cam sites. <laughs> and then I stopped it. Wait, this is like debatable. <laughs> okay? Like you were getting debated over so. That's genius. She's like, oh, babe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's great. And then she and left. And were, I was like, oh, yeah, like, what am I doing? You were bidding on these girls while they were getting like negative shit. I no, I wasn't bidding. No, no, he was like in that episode of Workaholics when they all fall in love with the one cam girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and yeah. And he's, wow. he's like. Talking for it's like you know talking for a little bit. So I yeah, but I didn't know that was like I thought it was like all right, and then she just leaves separately. Not like you could visibly see the reason why. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. The the dude came in and it's like, hey, like if you piss on Cam, I'll take you in the private. She's like, all right, peace. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm an idiot, dude. It's so, man. I could I could easily uh, all takes is ten percent of an idea to become a bill. Like there's so many ideas in porn. They could easily be outshot. Uh, there's endless that, ideas like that, th- that type of shit, like just th- knowing that type of marketing that exists. Oh boy. Yeah, I mean, got guys are savages. Like that, they'll they'll buy. No, I anything. think girls are easily. No, guys pop- are more savages. And here's how I know, <laughs> because I, I, I was on a three way app. Okay. And uh, I had one, I, I had one successful thing on the three way app. A but girl then- took two penises. In front of you. That's so much more sad. Yeah, yeah. One one could say it's a 
subjectively successful, but I, I only got like a few matches, understandably so. But I joined the app with me and Tom Crolius as a couple, and here and I, I said this on the last cast, but I'm, I'm gonna read this to you so you understand how ridiculous this is. Um, you were fishing for dick, or you were looking for girls, or didn't uh, we, care. We, we, opened, <laughs> we were looking we, for we girls, but they up. only got dick. And for some reason, this is like he's not mentioning he, that's, this. Part. You don't realize when you put two like kind of bears on a, as a yeah. couple, you're yeah, gonna get holding the each other. They're being <laughs> yeah, yeah, goofy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's it's why a gold mine. That's why I'm like dudes are savages because like <laughs> like the, this is like our picture. Yeah, here's another one. Uh, yes, clearly it's a bear and couple. One Coke. But um, <laughs> looking uh, for like a twink, <laughs> and yeah, the the, the bio, like, the, I could be your fucking spit roast. The the bio is uh just a poly bi couple looking mm. to mix things up. Four twenty friendly must have paper uh, paperwork to prove you are clean. But if you don't have it, whatever. <laughs> uh, <Huh>? into nipple play <laughs> butt plug sounding like torture and green cards. Uh, only serious <laughs> inquiries, please. And in three days, we had. 80 people hit us up. Oh, yeah, it, for all sure. dudes. All dudes. For sure. Like, <laughs> one chick, one chick, and one couple that was male, female. Yeah. But that was it. I mean, so, well, I mean. Okay, so basically, what you're saying is as long as dudes are going out the most, that means they're more savage. Would you yeah. not consider yeah. the dude who's the. Because no the, chick in her right mind would ever go after the that. Yep. We uh, made it open to females, trans. What, what was the men. movie? What well. was the movie where Bradley Cooper was that fucking crazy ass sniper? Oh, um, what's the name of it? The um, American Sniper. American Sniper, yeah. Yeah, you guys got great memory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy wasn't a savage. He didn't pick all of them, but he picked the right ones. I, and he still I, got big old numbers. Just because you have fucking a bunch of people shooting at you doesn't mean you're a fucking savage. Well, I don't know. Dude, like, we made it available to everyone. All right, then fuck all these dudes. Tonight. I, I'm just saying, dudes are uh, a little more willing to wild out. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's more that they're it's more that uh, they're less afraid of like encouraged to wild out. Whereas what I was saying, uh, like I I said it to the the headliner last night about the show about the dirty show. I was like, um, sometimes dirty shows are tricky because I I was like, yes, another dirty show because then I don't have to think about I don't have to stop and meter what I'm gonna say and try to do the clean set. But it's like sometimes even though I'm like I don't know that people look at me and like older ladies and get kind of like I can see them tense up with certain things they can take a watch their face change because they're like thinking of themselves at my age or like you know what I mean or they think yeah. I'm younger than I am sometimes if I haven't said my age in a set you know what I mean to where I'm like so so like almost like they relate they, they too get, much to or they get kind of like just like worried worried mom worried like, like you know what like, I mean? oh like, my God, like oh you, this like, poor thing yeah, like, like you're you know telling I mean? a joke like, where I you're like cool that, with what like, happened with you and it's a little fucked up and they they're know like, it's kind of oh, true no, honey. and like so if i'm doing yeah if i'm doing like anything like that uh, isn't like that's a little, the actual dirty what i would consider dirty you right. know what i mean so do, do you think there's more of a, a social stigma of like chicks being more overtly sexual no, it's more like I was like if if I am sexual even on purpose and they knew they were at the dirty show they said it like four times it's the dirty show or dirty date night it was it on the flyer whatever I said like the old you know I said to the headliner and he made a joke out of it later that 
I was like, they're going to look at you, an old guy, and just go, oh, of course he's a fucking dirty piece of shit. Like you're saying, like yeah, a scumbag. It's yeah. like, it's okay, that's fine. But me, if I'm okay. like a dirty piece of shit, if I say something like, like the one joke where you, you weren't at that first Jersey show for Jeff, were you? I might have been actually. When the, the oh, no, mo- and you didn't you get in a fight with a soccer mom? <laughs> she wasn't a soccer mom. She was like a trailer trash mom. A soccer mom yeah, walked yeah, well, in. Yeah, no, well, all right. Like, a, moth, like a, a moth No, but like a, a nice soccer mom walked in with her son right when I said the joke about like leaving the house with cum on my forehead. <laughs> right at that second, somebody said she walked in with like her 10 year old son and was just like, and that just stood is, there and froze and just turned around like and just, went out and just left. <laughs> that just breeds fucking crazy moments for but you. that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like I can yeah. just gotcha. watch women kind of go, ugh. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, they're like, oh. Oh. Like, I think they all, it's almost like uh, they're so conscious of like like some sort of movement going on. Like, don't fuck it up. It's like everybody's always like, don't slut shame, don't slut shame. But like when yeah. even as a comedian, if I'm up there and I'm trying to be extra dirty because I was sold, I was told to do a dirty show. Yeah, they kind of get kind of cringy about it. Like, right, like, oh, look at it. like almost they're like. <laughs> but it's funny because like if I like w- got naked on stage, everybody like. Woo! Hell yeah! Oh, no, you think a comedy show people. Would if start- I started doing burlesque, if they turned out the house lights, turned up music, and I just started stripping, people would be okay. like, well, well, yeah. You know what I well, mean? For sure. But what if they didn't <laughs> they do anything with it. the lights or the they music? They would all be into it. Now, even if still some some of the women would be like, "Oh my, honey, don't look." But like, you know what I mean? If it was honestly queued yeah. up and I got naked, but the duality of like, I can't tell a dirty joke, yeah. but I can if I was there to get paid to do burlesque. Right. And they were into that. They be like everybody would be like yeah woo because sexuality is sold to everybody as packaged as so in america we're so hypersexualized from little kids up everybody disney plus but like comedy is like oh don't talk about race or religion every time i wake up once a day like like once a day i think about it for this like like 30 seconds i'm like that's crazy. Yeah, in the and and, and for like almost almost a month where I'm like, oh shit, am I a fucked up person? And I'm like, no, no everyone thinks this way, and they just are like so wrapped up about. No, no, them. there's percentage of people that don't that shouldn't watch comedy or go to comedy shows or be involved. Yeah, your with life's it. perfect. There's, Why do you, you don't need comedy? But also just like, go be. There's also a segment doesn't go to fuck. I'm never going to a country music concert in my life if you paid me. Right. So, I don't know, but you, know you, would, I mean? you might want to go tailgate one. They have a game where you just tailgate like Ozfest or something. Spin, they still have to nah, do Ozfest. <laughs> nah, dude, at these fucking uh, redneck concerts, you you flip a hammer up and catch it and like. Sl- Slug nails in the I tree bet you stumps. get domestic abused too. <laughs> if you're a oh, woman, yeah, I guess if, if you're, you're a woman, a girl, you're yeah, no, fucking beat. No, you're you're never going to show eye. up with your tits out no. in, in a, a country. No, but you know, I, I've just... never, I've never understood just really old people getting offended by stuff like some someone who's like that, that I actually, understand it totally. That, I, I, I don't old people getting offended. Yeah, they're uh, like, I, I, well, no, that's I, I almost, no, well, they only get offended by when you shit on their ways. No, no, like, I, 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 I don't, how dare you? you I don't understand when they're yeah. like, oh, that's indecent because like they've they've seen the worst shit they've lived that's through. That's why, because they know they're like, damn, that's too real. You know what I mean? And like everybody gets kind of pup puppy. So. I feel like as you get older. I don't know. Like, I feel like if I was in an old, like we actually had to do a clean. Show I guess I just don't of, get the feeling of being of, shocked at that. Well, age. also think about the older people now that we like, know as curse. older people now are like my grandmom's generation was depression, and then like people a little bit younger than that are still old to me are like my mom's age, which is like pre civil. She was born pre civil rights. You know what I mean? So that's old people. 
but our old people are going to be different. You know that. Right. Our all, yeah. old people are going to be crazy because all of the other old people it. have been like known to be like, yo, shove your feelings down and shut them the fuck up. So when like we all when get the, old the, and the, everyone's the yes like, or whatever, oh, the... it's gonna be a mess, dude. But, but, it's what, gonna what be, I noticed, it's gonna the... be so ugly. What, what I noticed, the old people fucking uh, tweeting on their deathbed. Can you imagine? Well, yeah, I, I, I've noticed with those generations, dementia. they think fucked up stuff is funny, but they just have certain things that are fucked up. They think are funny. Like I, I've seen. I, I don't want to call anyone out specifically, but I've seen people in my family think certain. <laughs> Really horrible black jokes are hilarious, but if you do a certain sexual joke, they're like, "Oh, come on!" So that that's the thing that confuses me because well, yeah. I feel like a lot of I, I I don't know maybe there is a generational sensibility of what is funny, but I don't think there is like the 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 older people right now it's a shower nozzle. are against fucked up humor. They're just for their brand of fucked up humor. So you know everybody's I mean? for their own fucked up brand of humor. <laughs> yeah. That's my thing. Is there's different. Yeah. Everybody's got their own levels of what they'll tolerate and what they like to hear, and kind of makes your ear hurt a little bit if you hear it, where you're like, "Ooh, that's a really bad joke," or "Ooh, that's really offensive to me," or whatever your personal distaste is for the joke. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it 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 is. It's a big generational what they grew up with as humor, like you know, Red Skeleton and all these old you know original standups and stuff like that. That was very almost vaudevillian. I think it would be a good. The way to describe it, and then like the you know next era, Rodney Dangerfields, and then then it progresses, and it becomes you know prior, and then the eighties comics, Seinfeld, and all that, and like yeah, even some of like the homophobic, uh, homophobic quote unquote shit that Eddie Murphy did. Like, it that was, was like homophobic. Huge. It was not quote unquote. It was very, really blatantly black. <laughs> but black men are very, they're still very homophobic to this day, unfortunately, because in their communities, being gay is not, you would think like that the uptake. I show no love. You think it would be worse thugs, like the people that are closeted, ass, like, you know, but it's, you know, because it's, it's probably mostly religion, I would say, would be the reason behind the whole, all the upbringing of the, a lot of people. And also just like it. a masculinity thing. I'm not sure why it is because I'm not a member of the community, but I just know from seeing a lot of black comics, they they make homophobic jokes. I could tell you all from the time, being a member whatever, of that's the how community. You, I make homophobic jokes, but like, <laughs> I also you know I was like hood adjacent where I grew up, but um, uh, I I guess uh, I, I brand uh, that this is strictly personal of like how I think things are homophobic. Like it's like an intent thing, but also. Because uh, my my sister's gay, and uh, we have a very interesting dynamic of what we can joke about mm-hmm. with that kind of thing, and uh, so some, I I guess, it, it's it sounds gay. I'll tell you about it. <laughs> yeah. it sounds it's, really gay. It, it's really hard because like <laughs> I'll I'll make fun of like her being gay, and she'll make fun of my shit, and yeah, like, sure. I, I guess she knows that I love her no matter what, so she doesn't get, like, she doesn't see yeah, it as homophobic. Doesn't know, she doesn't know that you don't love her anymore. <laughs> so I, she she doesn't, she, she doesn't, I mean, I'm the gay sister in my family, so I don't know. There you go. <laughs> well, she, she doesn't see it as homophobic, but I can see if I said that to someone else that I don't that know you don't intimately. Know personally, yes. Yeah, 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 it could yeah. be homophobic. Obviously, that's, that's a thing, is you have to think your relationship with the audience or where you're at every time you're right. somewhere. When you have a fan base, you can say pretty much almost whatever you want because it's your fan base. But when you're doing mics and coming up and working and learning and getting all that stuff, you, yeah, can't, you, gotta, you, gotta you wait. can't always you gotta just wait. come out and say whatever you want. 
all the time. Yeah, it'll not, fuck you. Well, like, you can, but like, I mean, you, you can, but you better be you, good. You got to be ready. It's got to be funny, and that's my yeah. that's my thing. Is it's got to be funny. You can't just like throw out some crazy shit and have it. And if it isn't funny, you got to be willing to accept the consequences. You got to be like, all right, I'm going to be on HBO before I say the N word. No. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm cross. Count on the days. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what time yeah, are we at right no. now? Uh, let's see. For- I got pissed. Oh, we're at one eleven. Yeah, that 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 was pretty decent. But let's uh let's wrap it up. Uh, what what do you have to plug? Uh, I think I'm just doing this month Jeff Kalola's show for the third times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's uh, uh, like what, Amato what, what? Brothers. Well, you got an, almost oh, got enough. Oh yeah, you yeah, guys yeah, are. On you the you same are. Show? Yeah, 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 that's it. So then I'll see you there because that's. I think that's all I have booked for right now. It's the know. Wednesday before Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. At um, and honestly, I've Great shows. I told him when he booked me, I'm like, are you sure you want to have me on? You're almost like Third a black times a, like the a, charm like a that I burned the place down by accident or something happened. Something horrible has to happen. Because uh, for the, I guess the listeners would know, you know, and you know that I said already the lady fought me the first time. Was, yes. she was, we almost had an altercation with a drunk lady. Second time, the dude was the guy was in a high top table yep. chair. Decided to chase his glasses face first. Dropped his phone, his glasses or his phone, or he just it, dipped out. We don't know and it, no, split he his was, wig. He was I saw blood him everywhere. Yeah, I got. No, I've explained. I was a minute in, cast already. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, he went face so, first. Yeah. So that's the second time I was there. And Honestly, so this will be the third. Sounds like you've crushed every time. Like, I mean, no one is I not almost fault or Kill bled. It. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. Sh- and that, hell yeah, and uh, hosting the Raven every Thursday. Yeah, in Philly. Yeah. Uh, if I don't know who your listeners are, if there any, it's just us. All right. Well, if there's any comics, newer comics that also listen, that you uh, you come through. If we don't know you, if you write new comic next to your name on the list, we'll make sure you get priority. We'll get you on there. Look at that. And, most uh, most mics. Don't give a fuck about me. List in order, Mike's alienate the crowd and the comics. Ooh, I said it. Oh, shit. Fuck yes. Do it. Uh, Do that. And uh, where can they follow you on the socials? Oh, I am uh, that chick Sonia. Not fat chick Sonia. (laughs) Sometimes I say it to people because I have a kind of a quiet voice. They go, fat chick Sonia? I'm like... Nah, I mean, nah, yeah. No. (laughs) Shit. Um, That chick Sonia on Insta? On every, uh, pretty much any, if you try to go on anything, I try to make that my stupid handle. Cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah. What about you? Right, Doc Cody at Instagram. Fuck you. Fuck me. Uh, fucking. Show. November 29th at Harper's Pub, Clementson. Come on out. It's free. John Del Collins headlining. It's going to be cool. Yeah. Uh,. Mark Norman coming to Flying W December 6th. Get your tickets online. That's going to be sick. Uh, we're, I'm pretending that they're selling out quick. They're not. Buy them, though, uh, so I could make more money for him. Comedy. Um, come on. Comedy. Yeah, this guy deserves to get paid well. Help me. <laughs> he's help him. definitely top 20 all-time favorite comics. Yeah, no, he's going to be big. Like, I, I don't understand. Yeah, people are like, oh, like I had Shane Gillis come. Like, oh, you had him? I'm like, yeah, this is like the thing. I get comedians that, or whatever. Um, and Rob's going to be on that show, too. So that's yes. Cool. Yeah, going to be on that show. Follow me at Rob Cruz Comedy on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, going to be doing the show with Sonia in uh, Oakland, I believe. Yeah, that uh, place has the best show. The, the day before good Thanksgiving. good that show. And uh, check that out. And uh, shout out to the real ones. Sucker dicks. <laughs>